0: Hello, you guys, and welcome to another 15 Minutes Café. 每周三來到15 Minutes Café 英語咖啡館喝一杯老師們的主題特調一起探討國際文化時事職涯網路和音樂等多元主題 Foodie Episode Wee! And let's welcome Clem Clem say hello, hello
1: Hello,
2: John. Hello, VIP family. Emily, I'm hyper now.
0: Uh, you are hyper now. Please tell us why you are hyper now. Be honest. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm drunken.
0: You are drinking. What are you drinking? Beer. You are drinking beer. So is there something you are celebrating?
2: Of course, it's New Year.
0: What New Year? We actually passed New Year. guo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> We passed New Year. Now we are ready for
2: Chinese New Year.
0: Yippee. But actually,
2: that's right.
0: Okay, sure. Nobody's really working that hard because we are still in the festive mood. So I hope you guys, the 15 men's family, you guys are still festive. Okay? The year hasn't crossed over to the technically the Lunar New Year. So this week, you know, what this week is about. If we invite the foodie, Clem, on board, you know we're going to be talking about food. And it's nearing Lunar New Year, so of course we are going to be talking about the food we eat during Lunar New Year. Alright, no. so let's kick start today's discussion. It's almost Lunar New Year, and it's customary for Taiwanese people to always attend family reunions on Chinese New Year's Eve. Big, big day for us. So, Clem, do you go back to your hometown for Chinese New Year's Eve dinner?
2: I think it's nearly. <laughs> Must be.
0: You have to go back for Chinese New Year's Eve dinner. But do Please. you usually go back to your hometown?
2: Uh, not really. About... <laughs> When did I go back to hometown last time? (sighs) Oh my God, I'm terrible. Many years
0: ago. (laughs) Too many years ago.
2: No, 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 not many years. um, I think mid-autumn.
0: Okay, but you didn't go back for New Year's Eve.
2: New Year's Eve, yeah. Sure, I will go back to New Year's Eve.
0: Okay, good. Uh, Just checking because my question was, do you go back for Chinese New Year's Eve or do you stay in Taipei? So you do go back to your hometown?
2: Really? I do the
0: Okay, you do go back. Fantastic. Now, um, I know we talked about, when we talk about food, we talked about the difference between food in the North and food in the South. So Clem, we know we talked about the difference in the dishes in the North and South previously. So what about Chinese New Year dishes? Is there a big difference between what we eat in the North and what you guys eat in the South?
2: Um, I think the food is almost the same, almost similar, but the cooking method is really, really different.
0: Ah, so the difference lies in the cooking method, but the dishes are almost the same. Yeah. Fantastic. Let's see if your dishes and my dishes for my family and your family, because I, I guess my family sort of in the north and your family sort of in the south. So I guess mm-hmm. we can compare. So my mom, over Chinese New Year's Eve dinner... She must have fish. Same with the family. Mm. Must have fish. Yeah,
2: same.
0: The same. And she says must have a meat dish, like either beef or pork.
2: The same, yeah.
0: Okay. And she says must have chicken. It's either chicken or duck. I think either or, according to her.
2: I think in family is not quite
0: to see often to see chicken or pork or, or duck.
2: Yeah. yeah. Me, don't eat a duck.
0: You don't eat duck. So (laughs) you you don't eat duck. Okay. So for us, it's either chicken or duck. And then my mom has to have a soup of some sort. She says, you must have like a big bowl of soup. Mm -hmm. Some kind of soup. Most likely chicken soup or some fish soup. Is it the same? Yeah, it's the same. Then no big difference. Pretty much the same.
2: What kind of soup do your family have?
0: It depends. From year to year, we sort of change. Most of the time, it would be either a chicken soup with mm-hmm. some with some radishes inside, mm-hmm. or it would be some uh, chicken soup with some vegetables inside. Mm-hmm. Generally, it's a chicken broth base. So that's my favorite. So
2: you say you have four tiào chiang in the Chinese New Year?
0: Yes, that's my dad's favorite. But it's not easy to cook, so we have to buy mm-hmm. it from restaurants. So my dad's favorite is fo tiao chang, or we also known as Buddha jumps over the wall. Technically, it's not a very nice name in English, so we can also call it Buddha's temptation if we want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: To me, growing up, in the West, we didn't have it. It's the past few years where we've moved back. My dad keeps wanting it. He wants it every Chinese New Year.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's very picky because... I don't eat the stew. To me, it's a pot that gets stewed with a lot of taro, some seafood, and of course, sea cucumber. Mm -hmm. And very interesting ingredients, sometimes chicken and pork and what have you inside. It's a very rich stew to me. Mm -hmm. My dad loves it because growing up, he believes if you have Buddha's temptation as one part of your New Year's Eve dinner, then it's a feast, then it's a good party. It's a good year. Mm. As far as I'm concerned, I don't care. You know, I can have KFC and (laughs) I can still have good year. (laughs) Okay. So my brother and I, a few years ago, we did order pizza and KFC. And then my parents had their own few dishes. And obviously we ordered Buddhist Temptation for my dad. I think we ordered it from Regent Hotel. We bought one from Regent. Very expensive mm-hmm. and he loved it. That's how you make your parents happy during Lunar New Year. Just spend money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the same with your parents. What do you normally do for Chinese New Year's Eve dinner? Do you help cook or do you help buy some of the dishes like I do?
2: My family, actually my aunt, she believes that the Chinese New Year Eve dinner must be cooked by herself. So we don't buy them. By your aunt? Yeah.
0: Your aunt alone, you don't need to help? What about your cousins?
2: She doesn't (laughs) need, we should help her.
0: Really? So she's a one-man restaurant? Yeah. Wow. So how many dishes can she cook?
2: Uh, And we can eat mutton hot pot, yano
0: Oh, mutton hot pot. Okay. Yeah. Pot, nice.
2: And fish, uh, usually eat fried fish. Fried fish? And then what else? Oh, we ate a lot of fish dishes.
0: So other than fried fish, you also have other fish dishes. Yeah. How many other fish dishes do you guys have?
2: Uh, let me think. Have you ever heard a dish called casserole fish head?
0: Casserole fish head.
2: <laughs> ah,
0: yes. To me, I don't give it fancy names like that. I just call it...
2: fish head hot pot.
0: Yeah, fish head hot pot You know, it's a hot It's But of course, the soup base is satay base, right? You add a little bit of satay to it Because my parents do always add satay to it
2: Lots of hot satays and the Chinese cabbage And also a lot of vegetables in it
0: A lot of vegetables Apart from fried fish, you would have a big fish head hot pot Fantastic And any other fish dishes you guys have? Because my father loves it too But it's only the four of us. We don't have enough people to finish the big hot pot. So usually, we would just order the Buddha's Temptation for my dad. That'll keep him happy for a few days.
2: (laughs) Other finishes, mullet
0: roe. Oh, okay. Very nice. Mullet roe, good. We had mullet roe a few years for Chinese New Year. Mm -hmm. And we grew tired of it.
1: Why? Because
0: I am a big fan. My brother not. My dad thinks it's too high in cholesterol. (laughs) And my mother will have only a little bit. (laughs) So I end up eating most of the mullet roe. Uh So how do you guys make your mullet roe? Slightly grilled and roasted, right? Pan fried Uh or roasted? Roasted. Roasted. Okay. And my mom loves to put a dab of whiskey on top. Some whiskey or some brandy on top. According to her, that's the rich man's way of doing it. You know, mullet roe is mullet roe. As long as it's a little heated, I can eat it. I don't have a problem with it. So unfortunately, it's one of my favorite dishes, but it doesn't happen very often. And I can't finish the whole mullet roe myself. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Do you guys have lobsters?
2: Lobsters, no.
0: Neither do we. We don't have (laughs)
2: lobsters either. Uh,
0: My mom doesn't know how to cook lobsters. She's not good with lobsters. Okay, so what is an interesting dish that you guys have in the South? Maybe you can surprise me.
2: Have you ever heard the long-life vegetable, Changliancai?
0: Yes, my mom's Hakka, she keeps talking about that. And the last time I heard of long-life veggie or long-life dish Mm -hmm. is from my grandma from 12 years ago. I mean, she passed away, I think, 12 years ago. Yeah, And I remember if we had Chinese New Year's Eve dinner with her, she would talk about it. She would would say, hey, you got to eat this. This is long-life vegetables. And I'm like, no, grandma. It's just a vegetable that looks very long.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So I get And I want to ask you. Yeah. What do you think is your long-life vegetable? Because it is quite different in southern north Taiwan.
0: Really? Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you the story. Growing up, I don't like veggies from my grandma because she likes this veggie that's kind of bitter. And then later on, I asked my mom, and she says, no, this is delicious, healthy for you. And I said to my mom, it's bitter. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, it's got this weird bitter taste. And my mom's like, oh, jie cai is good for you. And I'm like, what the heck is it? And then only, only much later when I grew up, I realized it's leaf mustard.
2: So your low-life yeah. vegetable is leaf mustard.
0: Leaf mustard. And you think it tastes... Very bitter. Yeah, it's bitter. It's not nice. It looks very long. I get the idea. So I skip it. I usually pretend I'm eating it, but I'm not. <laughs>
1: That's and when I was I'll a kid. I'll tell
2: you, the mustard leaf will become sweeter as they are cooked. So it means after all the hardship, the sweetness comes.
1: Oh,
0: that's the meaning. So it might taste bitter now, but that means the sweetness will come after, from yeah. here on out. Oh my gosh. Okay. Nobody explained that to me. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. Now I know. Thank you. So that's the meaning. I thought Chang just means it's very long and you're going to live a long life.
2: It's very long means long life, right?
0: I didn't know the other meaning. I was like, no, it's a bitter flavored vegetable. Out. No. <laughs> As a child, you say no to that kind of thing.
1: <laughs>
2: then you can go to South Taiwan and enjoy it to have our Chinese New Year Eve dinner because mm. our long life vegetable is yes. Spanish.
0: No way. Why do you guys get spinach and we get we get leaf mustard? No way.
2: And we, do you like spinach? I like spinach, and if we call the... long vegetable yeah. it is spinach with roots.
0: Oh, spinach with roots. You keep the roots. You don't cut the roots.
2: Yeah, don't cut the roots and boil it in okay, water. Okay, but
0: leaf mustard, we cut the roots, I'm sure. I remember my mom always cut the roots. Mm-hmm. Leaf mustard is different. It's just very long leaf.
2: Yeah, so we could spinach with roots, boil it in water, and remember to eat it. In one bite Don't bite it off
0: Seriously You have to Finish it in one bite You cannot bite it in half
2: No way
0: Oh Interesting Interesting Do you guys add any sauces On your long life vegetables? Any sauces Or just Boiled
2: Uh, Some people Will Have some Soybean sauce I think
0: Mm Mm-hmm Soybean sauce Very nice Mm Mm-hmm and can you add something like oyster sauce to it, like the Cantonese people do?
2: Okay, sure. You can have it.
0: You can also add any sauces you want, except the way you eat it, it has to stay in one bite. You have to finish it in one bite. Okay, got yeah,
2: it. Yeah, because it symbolizes long life and extended life. So I don't know So don't that. bite it off.
0: Okay, don't bite it off. Just shove it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Wow. With long life vegetables in my family, I was not taught to finish it in one bite, though. My mom didn't tell me, oh, you have to eat it in... One mouthful. Uh, No, that's not what I was taught. But maybe there's some customs like that. I don't know. They should have taught me, but they worried that I would choke myself. So I'm a naughty boy.
2: Yeah, choke yourself and you think the leaf mustard is so bitter. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so I stayed away from leaf mustard for a while. I I stayed away from that. Um, But my parents love it. And my grandma does too. Mm -hmm. So North and South reunion dinners or Chinese New Year dinners are actually... Very similar, yet there's some slight nuance differences. Clem, when we invite you on the show, we know we have to talk about certain dishes and food. And I know another thing that is symbolic for a Chinese New Year's Eve dinner is our radish cake.
1: Mm-hmm. Or
0: anything radish. In my family, sometimes it's radish soup. Sometimes it's radish cake. Yeah. So, before we continue, with New Year's Fan, I want to tell you, since... Klim is on the show. We have to let her talk about how we can get good quality radish cake made. She's going to tell us the ingredients and give us the recipe.
1: So okay. this is a
0: recipe challenge from <laughs> here on out with Klim,
2: I think you'll challenge me.
0: We know radish in Taiwanese is 菜头. Yeah, and in 菜头, 菜头. sounds like a good 菜头. omen, mm. good fortune. Mm. In Taiwan. So that's why we have radish soup or radish cake. Like in my family, you just heard chicken soup with some radish cubes. And every now and then we would have radish cake. Radish cake is one of my favorite foods. So, Clem, how do we make radish cake or how is it made?
2: Uh, the radish cake, I think the recipe is quite simple.
0: Quite simple, but it's a lot mm-hmm. of work though.
2: No, uh, just need time, okay?
0: You need time. Okay. All right, let's start. What do we need for our ingredients? Radishes, of course.
2: Radish, of course. Yes. And you can also add something you like. Uh, I think shallots. Shallots. Dried shrimps. Okay. Dried shrimps or mushrooms. Dry what? Mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Got it. Whatever you like.
0: And whatever I like, meaning can I add bacon? Yeah, of course. So bacon would do. And what about ham? Because Cantonese people's radishes, radish cake have ham. They've got ham, ham, a little bit of ham. Or sausage. Okay. okay. Ham and sausage, also good. Fantastic. So it really depends on what you like. But the Taiwanese way is?
2: The Taiwanese way, I think, shallot and mushrooms. It's more
0: just shallots and the shrimps, right?
2: Shallot or or Shrimps or mushrooms.
0: So these are just the common ones.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We don't really add ham and bacon, to be honest. I think that's a Cantonese thing. So when we say radish, in the West, radishes are very, very small. Not the big white ones we get in Taiwan. Mm. So technically, in the East here, there's a word, apparently, you can use the Japanese word daikon.
2: Oh, daikon.
0: Yeah, daikon. You can call it the Japanese way because they're learning that in the West now. If you go to US, if you say daikon, they sort of get it because from the Japanese restaurants. And then... We can also call it winter radishes. Yeah, if we want to be technical, it's winter radishes. But we know now these white radishes, the big massive white radishes in Taiwan, we can have it all year round. So there's nothing winter about these winter radishes. Anyway, mm-hmm. if you tell any foreigner that, hey, this is a radish, they kind of understand it's a big radish. But general radishes overseas are very small, a no, lot smaller. They are bulb shaped, either round shaped and they're not long. So when you explain it, people would mistaken it for turnips because turnips, uh, turnips are slightly longer and they can get longer, um, like a carrot. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, Taiwan white daikon or the winter radishes. Okay, so what do we do first with our winter radishes?
2: Uh, you have to cut it. So just cut it into shreds.
0: Cut it into shreds.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cut it into shreds or shred your all your white radishes. Okay, good. And then what's next? What do we need to do?
2: And the next thing, you have to cook it. So fry the radish until they cooked. And we talk about something you could have, something you like, you can add it in. So yes. you can just add some shallots, some dry shrimps, some mushrooms. Good. Whatever you like.
0: Whatever you like. You stir fry it in a whole big pot. In a yeah. pot or in a pan. Then you stir fry it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: until. At what point do you take it out or do you do the next step?
2: Until the radish got soft, until it cooked, and then you can season it. With? With some, I think salt is quite enough, and some white pepper.
0: White pepper. Keep that in mind, because for me, when people talk about pepper, for me, it's black pepper. So, but most of the dishes, Chinese food, it's white pepper, right? Right. What's next?
2: And then you have to mix the rice powder, I think, or rice flour.
0: Yes, rice Mm -hmm. flour.
2: Mm -hmm. And mix rice flour and water.
0: And what's the ratio? One to three?
2: One to three. And if you want to cook it in Cantonese way, you can use one to five.
0: Oh, you make it softer. More water. So rice flour one to three water. And then uh, the Cantonese way is rice flour one to five water. Yeah. And then what do we do with that?
2: And you, and you mix the flour and stir it into the shreds, into a slurry.
0: Okay. So you mix it and you stir it into a slurry and mm-hmm. then you add it to your cooked shredded radishes and your all yeah. your ingredients. And then what's next?
2: And mix them all mix all the ingredients. <laughs> and you'll see it become the dough.
0: It becomes a dough? Really? Yeah. It becomes thick and hard.
2: Yeah, it becomes thick and hard. I and thought it would get you'll... watery.
0: It will, it will get...
2: No, 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 That's no. That's
0: interesting. It'll get hard. Oh, powerful rice flour there. Never used rice flour in my life, but cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then what do we do? How do we make the shape?
2: Uh, First of all, you have to find a suitable container.
0: So this could and... be any container, right? This could be a pot. This could be a uh, some sort of mold, baking mold even.
2: Yeah, of course. Whatever you like.
0: Whatever you like. And it could be a big bowl too. So find a right container that uh, you can steam eventually. Yeah. And then we put the dough into the container.
2: Into the container and steam it. I think you have to steam it for one hour.
0: You steam it for one hour.
2: Yeah. And the radish cake is almost done. Okay.
0: Then how long is the whole recipe? Until it gets properly cooked.
2: About 1.5, 1. 1.5 5, 1. 5 hour, 2 hours. Really? <laughs>
0: You can cut the radishes into shreds very quickly?
2: Of course, I'm a cougarie.
0: Oh my gosh. You see, for me, when we hear recipes like this, it's always the prep work that takes the most time. Playing around with rice flour, you're playing around with your shredded radishes and you're trying to find containers to keep them and then start cooking them. We never prep them efficiently. Well, good for you If you can do it in one and a half hour Then that doesn't take too much time Actually for me My mom keeps saying Oh, it's a lot of work It takes a lot of time You have to work all morning To get the dough right Or to get the the cake right But I guess if you know what you're doing
2: I think you can make the radish cake by yourself Because it's mm -hmm. cheaper than you buy it This
0: recipe that you just shared It's a simple recipe You can Mm -hmm. give it a try Fantastic stuff. Maybe I'll give it a go. Again, I hate prep work and I hate cleaning up. So I'm not a good cook. (laughs) I only want the best part, the cooking part. I'm not good with all the other parts. Mm. So that is radish cake. Simple recipe for you guys out there. You can actually do this yourself. And I take it, Clem, you have done this yourself before.
2: Actually, I just made it two weeks ago.
0: (gasps) You made it two weeks ago for a snack?
2: Yeah,
0: for a snack. <laughs> wow, okay. When you say this recipe is a lot cheaper than buying radish cake outside, I suppose you're trying to save money. But I mean, as a snack, then I, I get it. Yes, you are a foodie. Sometimes you want a snack, you don't want to buy the junk from the restaurants outside. So you will make it yourself. That was the radish cake for good omen. Guys, if you don't know how to help out your aunt or your mom this Chinese New Year, maybe this is a recipe for you. Make a small, use one of the bowls or the pots, you know, and make a small radish cake. Say it's for good luck. We have another recipe, Clem.
2: Yeah, it's a meat recipe.
0: It's a meat recipe. And this meat recipe, Clem, it's something I have never heard of. This is oh, really? new to, totally new to me. I don't know this dish. Please do tell us what this dish is about.
2: Uh the name in English uh, we can call it, gaoshen spare ribs or 12345 ribs. Gao 1, 2, Gu. Oh, oh
0: 12345 spare ribs or yeah. gaoshen spare ribs. Yes. You know the spare ribs I know from the west is glazed barbecue spare ribs. Mm-hmm. from TGI Fridays. <laughs> you know, oh. that's the spare ribs we know. So this spare ribs, it's more like your deep-fried spare ribs, right? Chao <inaudible> yan kind of ribs?
2: No, it's it's a stew dish.
0: <inaudible> oh, really? It's a stew yeah. dish. Yeah. Tell us, why do we need to have Gaoshen pai gu, gao spare ribs for Chinese New Year? Because of the name, gaulson
2: yeah, Uh, let me explain the name Gaussian Because Gaussian spare ribs comes from the proportion of seasoning is from less to more So you'll have
0: Really? The proportion of the seasoning of this dish is yeah. from less to more You keep yeah. adding seasoning yeah. to this dish
2: So one cup of rice wine, two cups of black vinegar and one, two, three, four, five.
0: Oh wow, okay, that's super interesting So it's also part of the recipe
2: Mm-hmm so it's a simple.
0: So gaosen, the word comes from adding more and more seasoning, more and more uh, flavors to the rib. Yes, you're good. You're right. Very nice. So it's not only nice from the word gaosen, which means rising up
1: mm-hmm.
0: or being raised, getting a raise or being raised to a higher level, but the way you cook it, you also build up to the recipe. So mm-hmm. what are the ingredients? And the
2: ingredients. Pork rice, of course.
0: <laughs> uh, Of course. We need pork spare ribs. Pork ribs. Right. Nice.
2: And then rice wine.
0: Rice wine.
2: Black vinegar.
0: Black vinegar.
2: Mm-hmm. Sugar.
0: Sugar. We need some sugar. Crystal sugar, just re- fine sugar.
2: Uh, whatever you like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: whatever you have in your kitchen, you can just add it in. Just sugar. Fantastic. Just,
2: just sugar, yeah. And then? And then
0: soy sauce. Soy and sauce, no problem. If
2: you Oyster sauce, it's fine,
0: okay. So can I add only oyster sauce and not soy sauce? Or can I mix it? Soy sauce plus oyster sauce.
2: Of course you can mix it.
0: Okay, so it depends on what you like. If you want something a little bit sweeter, then you add a little bit of soy sauce, uh, oyster sauce to it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Fantastic. What else do we need?
2: Nothing. Uh, if you like, you can
0: add some spring onions. Some spring onions, if you like. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. You like. Okay, so give us the recipe, Clem.
2: First of all, you could have, you could prepare your marinade.
0: So this is the sauce that goes on the raw pork. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Okay, so the marinade. Give us the recipe for the marinade.
2: Uh, Prepare your marinade is one cup of rice wine, one cup, one, and two, two cups of black vinegar. Okay. And three, three cups of sugar.
0: Okay.
2: Four, four cups of soy sauce. Uh Uh-huh. And five, guess what is five?
0: Five is five. Five cups of black pepper or white pepper <laughs> <laughs> or salt.
2: <laughs> oh, you eat so salty. No, five <laughs> cups of water.
0: <laughs> oh, I forgot you said it is a stew. I forgot. Yeah. Okay, I'm still thinking TGI Friday. I'm still thinking barbecue. I'm sorry. So five cups of water because it's a stew. So you put th- all this into a pot.
2: Yeah, put it in, all into the pot and put your spare ribs in into- and marinate it overnight.
0: Okay, so keep it marinated overnight. And then what do I do next day?
2: Uh, next day is quite simple. You uh-huh. just put the ribs and the sauce together into the electric pot and stand it for one hour. That's done. Oh,
0: <laughs> so you put it in your Datong rice cooker and done for an hour. Yeah. What does it look like? Does it look sticky or is it dry-ish or is it going to be like soupy?
2: A little soupy.
0: A little soupy? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You don't drink the soup though, right? Because that's more like a marinade sauce. Yeah,
2: we don't eat, we don't drink the soup.
0: So it's just a little sticky and soupy. But you take the spare ribs out so you have all the flavors, the oyster sauce or the soy sauce flavors into it. This looks like an interesting dish. Yeah, Gaussian spare ribs. Why not?
2: It's quite simple.
0: And can we do other spare ribs this way too, as opposed to pork? Can I can I do some lamb racks, mutton racks?
2: Of course, you can. Just put you like... So yeah, any type of meat dish, meat dish like you like. Yeah.
0: Sounds very, very interesting. So we got the two recipes today. The one, the radish cake, and the other, Gaussian spare ribs, you guys. So these two are things that you can do by yourself super duper easy. If you're not a very good cook like I am you can do this because you marinate it in the pot and you take the same pot, you put it in the datong cooker and you steam it for an hour and bam, Bob is your uncle. And then radish cake sounds a little bit more work to me. So I'm going to skip that. I think marinating <laughs> meat, it's easier for me. Just adding everything in.
2: If you want to try radish cake, I can cook it for you.
0: One of these days, we might turn it into contest. And uh, if you guys would like Klim's radish cake, Made by Klim. So I want you guys to submit all your questions and your shout-outs to us and your comments, and we'll give you a shout-out. And one of the lucky winners this year on Klim's show will get Klim's radish cake, Klim's good wishes (laughs) for you, okay? So (laughs) (laughs)
2: 要來訂閱,你可當食貨有。You
0: did? You have a contest there? Oh, I thought I did something fancy for our fans. Okay. Anyways, 所以呢，我们这个萝卜糕呢，如果大家有常态的在我们这边投稿呢，或者是有来这边给我们 shout out 的话呢，我们就记录下来。然后今年呢，我们在二零二四年呢，就会抽一位 lucky cake，然后请你吃，这样子好不好？ We can make that into a contest。所以呢，就欢迎大家。多一点, 来信, 然后回应, recipe, Or what do you guys actually have at home that could be a secret recipe that you are willing to share with everybody, including us. So you can let us know and we will share and give you a shout out in the next episode, guys. Before we end today, Kuning, we have to say to our fans, Happy Chinese New Year to you guys or Happy Lunar New Year to you guys. And we will see you in the episode after Chinese New Year. Climb over to you.
2: Happy Lunar New, Year, New Year's, and we'll see you in next episode.
0: All right, guys. Catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.